This is Bethel Temple Church's podcast. Here at Bethel Temple, our desire is to see people changed, delivered, and set free as they experience the light of Jesus. From wherever you are listening, we hope you are encouraged by this week's message. Amen. Well, listen, I'm representing my message today. I decided to wear my message on my shirt because we're talking about the light. We're starting a new message series today, and I'm excited about it. God had, had put that in my heart, and he kind of confirmed it with, uh, we were in, actually, we were in a board meeting, and it was confirmed by one of our board members. And, um, and so I, I just, I, I just, okay, God, I'm a, I'm a, I, I hear you talking, and I'm going to do your will, because that's why I'm submitted to you. And so, of course, we're going into this message series called Light, and it should be very familiar to each of us that's part of Bethel. Okay. See, because being the light is actually uh, what is the mission of our vision here. So we, we understand. So if you're part of this church, you already know what it means to be the light. But we're going to dig into it and dive into it a little more so we can understand even more what that calling means for us here in this day and in this time. Amen. Now, now, now light in the natural sense, it's, it's an amazing phenomenon. You, you ever thought about light? You ever looked at what light is? It's, it's basically a wave. It's, it's like this energy. You know, you can't get your hands around it. You can't grab hold to it. You can't twist it. You can't, you know, you, you, if you get some light in your hand and you cover it up, when you open your hand up, guess what? The light is still there. You know, it's something that can be seen by the natural eye. Light is amazing. Now, it doesn't have physical properties, but yet it can have uh, effect on physical objects. That's why I say it's, it's amazing. It's a phenomenon, you know, what light can do. Now, another word for light we know is, is, is illuminate. Now, what illuminate means is to brighten, uh, uh, actually is to, to supply or brighten with light to make luminous or shining. So we know light does some things. Uh, uh, now, the thing about light is this. Light has to have a power source. It, it, it doesn't matter. In order for it to illuminate, it has to have some type of power source. Now, whether it could be electricity, it could be solar, it, it could be battery, it could be generated, you know, with gas, it could, you know, it could be the elements that are all put into a sulfur, a sulfur match when you light it, but it's something that has to supply the power for it to shine. See, see, a light won't shine without power. Did y'all catch that? I'm going to say that again. A light will not shine without power. But most of the time in our everyday life, we don't think about the power source. You know, when you go to, you know, when you're in your house, you know, uh, you just go and you hit the switch. You don't think about, you know, I wonder, is the electricity working? Is it flowing through the wire? Is it coming in? When I hit the switch, is it going to come on? We don't think about that. As a matter of fact, uh-uh-uh, we, we just activate the switch. The only time uh-uh-uh, uh-uh, we, we have any problem with wondering whether or not when we hit the switch, something's going to happen, is we have some situations with that piece called dominion power. That's the only time. But think about it. 
we hit a switch, light comes on. You know, they, they, uh, 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 you, 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 you take a remote control and you flip a switch and it cuts on a television. You, you know, you, 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 you go to your car and you hit this thing, it's a fob and it unlocks and locks your doors. And sometimes you push a button and it can start things up. What, what am I talking about? See, it's this, it's this connection, it's a wave that's communicating between those two objects that causes it to operate. It's invisible, but yet it's powerful. It's invisible, yet without it, you're powerless. And it's no different from us. See, see, we, we are supposed to be, we're called to be the light. And in order for us to be the light, we have to be connected to a power source. And if you're not connected to a power source, guess what? You're not going to have no light. So we're not just connected to a power source, but we actually are connected to the power source. Aren't you glad about that? That we're connected to a power source that, 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 that will never fail. It'll never run out. There'll never be a shortage. There'll never be a, 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 a grid a override or it'll never, you never have to get another a source of power because that source is out for a moment. See, see, we, 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 we have the source. Look at what it says in John. This is Jesus talking here. Jesus was letting us know in John 8 and 12. He said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me, listen to what it says, shall not walk in darkness. So if you're following him, you're connected to him, it says, but you will have the light of life. It didn't say you're going to have a little light that's going to shine for a little while and it's going to go out, but it says you're going to have the light of life. See, the power source for the believer is Jesus. So if you're a believer and you're not plugged into Jesus, as your power source. If you're trying to get your power from some other source, see, when we get connected to Jesus, what he does, he activates. See, when you connect with him, then he activates this thing called the power of the Holy Spirit to give us what we need to perform the calling that he has placed upon us. And one of those callings is to be a bright, shining light. Look, we may not see him, just like we don't see electricity. We don't see that power that's going through the wires. But oh my God, when the power is at work, everybody knows it's at work. And see, if, you got, if you're connected to the source, the source, which is Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit, it's what's driving you. It's not going to take anybody to try to figure out what the power source is of your life because they're going to know that you are powered by the source that comes from heaven. You're not using nothing else. Remember we closed out our Walk This Way series last week. I enjoyed that series. And and, 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 and we were alluding to that very thing. Remember, we, 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 he gave us this command. He said, he said, be strong. However, he also let us know that we're not the source of the strength or the power. He said, be strong. Well, he said, God is the source. Why? Because he told us this. He said, be strong in who? Yourself? 
Be strong in your money. Be strong in, in, in your family. Be strong in your, your, your occupation. No, he said, be strong in the Lord and in the, uh, in the power of what? His might. I don't know about you, but I, that thing been mismarinating with me. Now, every day, I'm just, look, God, I just want to walk in your power and your strength. I want to be so connected with you. That's my prayer for each of us. See, I don't want to just be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. I want us all to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. From the oldest to the youngest, I want you to be strong in the Lord. Remember I shared last week that if you're weak in the Lord, you're going to be weak in the battle. But if you're strong in the Lord, you're going to be strong in the battle. You're going to, to, you're going to be able to do it. Why? Because it's not your strength. But you got to stay connected. Come on, look at somebody and say, stay connected. See, God is the source of power. There's nobody more powerful than God. Nobody. There's so many scriptures that support that. So many. I'm just going to share just a couple of them. Listen, in Psalm 147 and 5, it says this. It says, great is our God and mighty in power. Jeremiah 32 and 17. Oh, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Nobody else did that. Oh, no Big Bang Theory that did nothing. Big Bang ain't nothing but a cat compared to our God. See, the Lord, if the Lord is all-powerful, and He is, and if, and, and if we want power, and I don't know about you, but, but I do, do you? So I can say we do, then we got to remain connected. Come on, somebody say stay connected. See, at Him at all times, not sometimes, but you got to stay connected with Him. Now, Jesus in, 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 in John 8, 12, He identified Himself as the light, but He also let us know who we are in Him. He gave us our identity in Him as the light as well. And sometimes it can look confusing because Jesus said, I'm the light. But then He told us, we the light. You ever, you ever thought about that? But see, we, what He's really saying is that I'm the light and I'm going to give you light so that you can be the light that I need you to be now. But you will never be the light because you can't generate no power of your own. See, the power comes from Him. So, 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 so He gives us this identity. Turn to Matthew, the fifth chapter. This was our foundation of Scripture uh, when we talked about being the light, beginning at verse 13. And it says, you're the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. 
Now, 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 now that, that, that's, the, that's the New King James Version, but I, I, wanna, I just want to quickly, I just want you to, to hear this from the Message Version, because the Message Version actually illuminates this thing. He really breaks it, really breaks it down, and, and it says this, it says, let me tell you why you're here. See, you're here to be salt seasoning that brings out God flavors of the earth. Notice it say for you to do you. And if you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? Oh, my God. How will they taste godliness if you're not being salt? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. That's deep. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. But we're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop and on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives by opening up to others. You'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Now, that's enough right there for you to really begin to truly understand what God is saying, what he says, well, we're supposed to be salt and light. Now, in this package, Jesus is giving a lesson here. You know, this is part of the Sermon on the Mount, and he, he, he's, he's talking about salt and light. And he lets us know that, that we are the salt of the earth, and we are supposed to be the light of the earth. So, he's letting us know we have a purpose. We have a purpose that he's already set for us to accomplish. Now, now we consider salt, salt and light here. There's a parallel. So let's look at salt. You know, we, we won't just, I'm going to just touch on salt because we really want to focus on the light. So look at what salt does. Salt stops corruption. See, it's, un, it's important to understand that, that, that salt doesn't cure corruption. What it does is prevents the further spread of corruption. Hope y'all tracking with me, because if you are, you can understand what your role is. Think about it. If something has started to spoil, salt not going to make it be unspoiled, but salt can keep it from spoiling further. So, so, so as the salt of the earth, you and I, see, we're expected to function in this spiritual realm. See, we're supposed to be an influence. We're supposed to be an influence in the world. We're not supposed to be influenced by the world, but we're supposed to go and influence the world. See, when you put salt on something, you're putting on it to enhance something. You're putting on it to preserve something. You don't put salt on the meat so that the meat can preserve the salt. See, you understand, God alone deals with the corruption of sin. That's God's job. Now, what did he call us to do? He called us to, 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 to prevent the spread of sin's corruption. That's what salt does. See, we, we, God does the work here. He can stop it. But then we go in and we keep it from spreading. That's why I said, if you're not being salt in the earth, you're not good for anything because you're not stopping nothing. You're not preserving anything, and corruption is on the loose. See, as the salt of the world, we are called to prevent the spread of corruption. 
So let's look at light, because that's what we really want to get into, focus on light. We got any salt in the house? I thought I asked that before I moved forward. What does light do? First, we know that the light of Christ, because we're talking about the light of Christ, because you know you don't have no light of your own, right? You do realize we already talked about you got to be plugged into a source, and Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. So that means if you're going to be the light that he said that we are supposed to be, that means you got to be plugged into Jesus, and the light that you're shining is not your light, but it's Jesus' light. If I had time, I'll tell you, me and my wife were debating about this little light of mine. But I'm not even going to get into that right now. But the light of Christ dispels darkness. That means that it drives it away. It drives it out. It causes darkness to vanish. See, you got to understand something. Light and dark can't coexist. You can't have them both operating at the same time. It's either going to be one or the other. That's what Jesus said this in, first, in John 1 and 5. He said, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness didn't comprehend it. Now, you might think, oh, comprehended the light. The darkness didn't understand the light. Oh, yeah, it understood it. What this is saying is that it didn't try to, it couldn't overtake it. See, you got to understand. See, darkness is spreading, and it wants to take over. But Jesus said, when, 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 when he shines his light in the darkness, that means darkness got to stop right in its track because now the light has shined. It got to yield to the light. See, see darkness could be all around you, but it can't overcome the power of light. It doesn't matter. See, 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 now, 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 let me show you what I mean by that. Bring the lights down. Bring them all the way down. Take that one out too. Take them all out. I don't want no light. I want to show you what darkness looks like. And let y'all be moving around and fall. <laughs> Stay in your seat. Come on, take the light out. I don't want that light on. I don't want no light on. Dark. I need darkness. Because I want you to understand what happens in darkness when it meets light. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. They're going to get it. But let me just, let me have, while, while we're waiting, for them to get, there we go. Thank you, Jesus. All right, now, now I can work with this. It look a little scary in here, don't it? It's dark. See, this is what's happening to the world. This is what's happening. See, see, evil is advancing. Darkness is advancing. See, this is what the enemy is doing. He's moving rapidly. He is on the war path. But oh, when one light shines. See, when the light shines, darkness has to flee. It has to vanish. See, darkness is still all around. It's still in here. 
but light is shining and everywhere the light shines, darkness got to get out the way. Darkness can't stay in my way because I'm walking into the light of Christ. You see, every time I take a step with the light, darkness got to move. Darkness can't stand and say, go around me. Darkness can't say, you can't come this way. Darkness got to get out of the way because darkness has no power over the light. See, that's why the enemy, that's why he doesn't want your light to shine. Because he knows every time your light shines, it dispels the darkness. But if he stops you from shining your light, guess what? He can advance his dark cause. And he's doing just that because the body of Christ has put their light out. We're going to stay in the dark for a minute with this light shining because it's for an effect. So you got to understand something about lights. See, this lantern is a lantern. That's what it was made to be, a lantern. Whether it's off or whether it's on, it's still a lantern. See, do you understand what I'm saying? See, as the body of Christ, as someone who has accepted him as Lord and Savior, you still say, you still say, but if you don't have no light shining, you're not pushing back no darkness. And guess what? Darkness don't fear you. The enemy doesn't care that you come to church. He doesn't care that you serve in church. He doesn't care that you open the door. He doesn't care that you raise the offering. He doesn't care that you serve. But if you don't have no light, that means you don't have no power. That means you're not doing anything to push back darkness. But we're supposed to be pushing darkness out the way. See, 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 darkness cannot remain because of the power of light. So what is light doing? It's dispelling darkness. But guess what else it does? It exposes the unfruitful work of darkness. You know darkness is unfruitful. See, 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 the light of Christ does that. Look what it says in Ephesians. I know you can't look at it. You can look at it on the screen. You might not be able to see it if you have your physical Bible. Ephesians, the fifth chapter. Look what it says. It says, and have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. See, notice I said dispel and expose. We're not supposed to be joining, locking arms with, with darkness when we are the light. The Bible says expose darkness. That's what the light of Christ does. For it's shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. Not by darkness, but by the light. For whatever makes manifest is 
See, Paul is letting us know that we're not supposed to have fellowship with darkness, but we're supposed to reprove and, and, and admonish. That means we're supposed to be calling it out. See, that's why when you come around, if you really got your light shining, when you come around sinners, they're going to get a little bit uneasy. Not that you're going to say anything, because it's not about pointing the finger. It's not about calling them out, but it's just your light is shining, and it exposes darkness. They begin to see that they're not living their life right. They're not living the way they should be living. Just when you walk into the room, they know automatically. You see them scattering. You see them putting their head down. You see them hiding stuff that they're doing. Just because you are there. <laughs> Expose darkness. <laughs> see, 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 you remember, you remember Jesus in, in, in the fifth chapter of Mark when he was coming up on that, 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 that the man uh, uh, that was, that was uh, 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 taken over by that demon? And when his, the Scripture says, from afar, he saw Jesus. Jesus didn't even get to him. Oh, yeah, he was going to cast him out. But he hadn't even got to him yet. And before he even got to him, he ran into Jesus. Jesus, why are you going to torment me? See, that's what it means to have the light. See, he saw the light coming. And he knew when the light came, the light exposed him as darkness, and he knew he was going to get cast out. So he already gone, I'm going to run to Jesus because I know he can really do his thing. <laughs> he can really cast. And that's how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to have so much light, of, so much Christ's light shining in us. When we step into a place, everybody gets straight. Everybody begin to recognize, oh, oh, I'm not living right. Oh, oh, I'm not doing this thing the way I'm supposed to be doing it. Not because you said a mumbling word, but just because you showed up and your light was shining. <sighs> see, see, again, it's not our light. We're reflecting. The light of Christ. I know y'all wonder, we're going to stay in the dark the whole time. No, we're coming back to the light. I can sense it in your spirit. Man, we're going to stay in the dark. Oh, God. But this is something you need to understand because this is what it looks like when the body of Christ isn't being the light. This is what the world sees when they look out. And they don't see us standing together unified as the body of Christ shining our great big light. So darkness continues to advance day by day, step by step. But we're supposed to be the light that's reflecting on this whole wide world. That means that wherever you are, and wherever you go, you're supposed to shine your light. Wherever you are, wherever you go, not selectively, but you're supposed to be shining your light 
every opportunity, every time you go somewhere, every time you step out your door, every time you go to work, every time you're in your neighborhood, every time you go to the bank, every time you do anything, you're supposed to be shining your He takes it a little further. What what, what we saying, Pastor Charles? He, he goes in the scripture says that a city that's set on a hill can't be hidden. See, don't you understand? It's not just about a one light, but it's about a unified light that comes together and makes one big, great light that shines and causes darkness to get out the way. What are we doing? We're all proclaiming the message of Jesus Christ together as one body. We're shining such a light that all the darkness has to flee. The enemy can't have no ground. He's gone. See, when we stand together in the power of the Holy Spirit, guess what we can do? We can light the world on fire. We can light up the world. See, that's what it should look like. See, when people see the body of Christ, they should see light shining everywhere. They should see bright lights coming together in unison, together, pushing back the darkness. Pushing back the darkness as one, as one. You can bring the lights back up. That's what we're supposed to be representing. But see, not only does his light dispel, ah, but his light also shines. See, ain't no secret 007 agents of Jesus Christ. If you name him as Lord, you're supposed to be shining. No matter where you go, no matter who you're around, you should be shining brightly so that the whole wide world can see. See, the light of Christ shines, but you got to do it on purpose. Just like you flip the switch on. When you walk in your room, it don't light them come on automatically. You got to hit the switch. So you got to be purposeful in sharing your light, shining your light in Christ. See, it's not going to be convenient for you to shine your light. See, sometimes you don't want people, see, look, 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 sometimes it's because of who you're around. You don't want people to know. You know, that you're this holy roller, that you, that you stand for righteousness. See, we don't want people to know that, but the enemy don't have a problem letting them know that they are demon-possessed and that they are evil and that they desire to kill, steal, and destroy. They have no problem letting that be known. But we don't want to stand up and say, oh, I'm the light for Christ. And I mean, I'm coming here today to drive out the enemy, and I'm coming here today to, that somebody's life can be impacted and changed because of the light that's within me. It doesn't matter what your title is, what your role is, what your occupation is, how high you've risen in the status of this country. It doesn't matter because to God, it's nothing compared to Him. So you got to be intentional. Because if you don't, the Scripture says it renders you useless. What good is a light that doesn't turn on? It's still there. But if it doesn't come on, what purpose does it serve? 
What good is the uh, individual who says, I'm, I'm for Jesus, but you don't shine no light? Matter of fact, the message Bible says, you don't in garbage. Useless. Just like the lantern. I can walk around with that lantern all day, but if it doesn't have no power source, it's nothing but a weight that I'm carrying around. And we don't want to be dead weight in God's army. Because we'll be defeated every time we turn around. Every time we turn around, we'll be running to the altar trying to see how we can get delivered. How we can get set free. And God is bringing us to a place. And this is not, this, this is not part of the message, but this is part of the message. Because I was wondering whether God was going to bring it back. I'm going to finish this. I'll finish it next week. But this is something I shared on Tuesday. See, that's what's happening right now in the body of Christ. We got so much dead weight, and the enemy is advancing. There's so much destruction out there. There's so much killing, senseless stuff happening day by day, and yet we are quiet. All kind of evil, all kind of perversion going on in the world, and the body of Christ got their light turned off. When are we going to stand up? When are we going to unite? They talk about thousands of people who name Jesus, thousands of evangelicals, thousands of individuals who say, I'm saved. If those thousands come together and rally together and shine the light of Christ, the enemy got to get out of the way. He got to flee. He cannot stand. But it's because we don't. We're scattered. We're separated. We got our own things going on. And he continues to just slur his way on through, gaining more ground. Gaining more ground. Since this stuff, stuff in schools, we send our kids to school. You can't even go to the, the normal things that we do no more because the evil is so much present. And we are sitting back comfortable as the body of Christ with our light behind us. Or either we are sitting on it, or either we've never turned it on. And we're expecting to see something. What are you looking for? The government to save you? The government can't save you because the government has no weapons against this warfare. None. You wait for a president, a senator, a congressman. They have no power in that role to fight this battle. It's time for us all to get up off our tails and begin to let our light shine, to go out there and be the body of Christ that he has called us to be. And the moment we begin to do that, that's when you're going to see all this foolishness begin to go backwards. We wait for somebody else to do the work, and God called us to be the light. It's time out. I don't know about you, but it makes me mad. I'm not satisfied with what I see. I hate what I see. I don't know about you, but I hate the devil. I don't like him at all. And I want him to know I don't like him at all. I'm not saying that in secret. 
I want him to know. Why? Because greater is in me. Greater. So I ain't scared. I'm not scared to stand up and to cry loud. Because I got power with me. I got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And the devil don't have no power over none of that. And so if he don't have no power over that, and he's in me, guess what? So you got to understand who you are. You didn't just accept him to go to heaven. That's going to be the cream of the crop. That's the dessert. That's going to be the reward in the end. But he got something you got to do in this time, in this day, to advance his kingdom. I keep telling you, God has a plan. There's a mantle that's upon this ministry. It is a mantle that God is waiting. It's just hung up in the heavens right now. It's waiting. He wants to drop it down. He wants to do miraculous things. But what God showed me was, if I open the altar up, the altar's going to be filled with the believers. And the altar needs to be filled with the unbelievers. The altar needs to be filled with those that are hopeless. We're supposed to be the ones that's ministering to them. But we don't have no power, so we got to come down here every time. It's time for us to rise up and be who God called us to be. Time is running out. Time is getting shorter. Every day, every day, all you hear about is death, killing, funerals. Oh, the funeral directors are making so much money because all you hear about is death, 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 death. How many of those individuals that have closed their eyes for the last time never heard, never had somebody to come to them and say, let me introduce you to my Jesus? And you know them. You're right there. Your friends, your family, your cousins, your worker, co-workers, and you never shined your light. But you have to realize this one day, and this is not me, this is the Bible, all of us are going to have to give an account for what you did here. And just because you don't smoke, get high, drink, fornicate, adulterate, doesn't mean that you're doing what God wants you to do. Because the scripture even says, there's going to be something to say, oh God, I did this in your name, and I did that in your name, and I did this for you, and he's going to say, depart from me, because I don't even know you. It's time to stop playing church. It's time to stop playing church. And it's time for us to begin to walk as the kingdom citizens that he has called us to be. Come on, stand on your feet, team. You can come on back. It's time out. It's time out. It's time out for hiding. It's time out for trying to be accepted. This is not about an acceptance gospel. He told us that we're going to be different. He told us that you're going to stand by yourself sometimes, but no, you're not alone. You're not going to be like the world. So you can't influence them if you're acting like them. You can't influence them if you're being like them. You got to be different. 
You got to be like the Hebrew boys. You got to be like Daniel. I don't care what you say. I'm not going to do what you say. Because I serve a higher, my, my authority that I fall under is higher than yours. So if I'm going to be persecuted, persecute me. Because God's going to protect me. He's going to watch over me. That's how they were confident to go in the furnace. It didn't matter how high they turned the furnace up. They were good. Because who they were depending on wasn't them. They weren't depending on them. Hope they don't turn it up too high. Turn it up as high as you want to. Because the God that has me under his, in his hands is going to protect me. Put as many lions as you want in it in. God will lock every jaw up. So they can't do nothing but purr like a little kitten. So you got to understand the power that God has for us to walk in. And we got to start walking in that power. So I'm going to have an altar call today. But the altar call today is going to be for you to ask God to forgive you for not shining your light and to ask him to, to give you the power that you need to be the light that he's called you to be. I'm not going to play around. I'm not going to wait. If that's you, you need to come now. I'm going to pray, and we're going home. So you need to come now. And I know it's the case because we see darkness advancing. It's only a matter of time until it tries to come into the church. It's only a matter of time. You sit comfortable on Sundays right now, but it's only a matter of time because the enemy is relentless. But that's who we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be the relentless ones. We're supposed to be the unstoppable ones. We're supposed to be the ones that people should say, I wish they would shut up. I wish they would stop. I wish they would go somewhere. But they accept us because we're quiet. We're silent. We're powerless. We don't want nobody to know. We're just like this light here. This is how we are. We're walking around like this. This is us. That's the body of Christ. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Ain't nothing shining. Nothing. Some more you need to come. I'm getting ready to pray. Some more you need to come. There's no time to be playing. There's no time to be wasting. It's time for us to rise up as the body. It's time for us to advance God's kingdom. It's time out for playing around. It's time out for stepping back and allowing the enemy to have so much rule in this world. And you should feel just like me. I'm angry. I'm mad. Because I see the enemy just trampling over the body of Christ. And we're supposed to be standing up there causing him to flee. Light dispels darkness. Darkness can't overtake light. The sun shines in the morning. But when the sun goes down, guess what? The moon reflects the sun. What are you saying? God's, God and God, he never stops shining. It's always going to be some light. The clouds can come. It's okay. The light is still shining. Come on, lift your hands to God today. Hallelujah. God, we're standing today, God. Lord, we know, God, that we, we have wasted time, opportunities, 
we have allowed the enemy to advance because we haven't stood, God, like you had called us to stand. You told us to be united together, a city on the hill. God, it's a whole lot of light shining. And if all that light is shining together, God, it's nothing the enemy can do to advance. He won't come near that camp. So God, I pray today, God, for the body of Christ, Lord, the ministry here at Bethel, and God, the ministry, God, worldwide, God, that the believers would recognize, God, who you called us to be. And that we will walk in that calling. Not taking and not turning our light off for convenience or because we don't want to offend somebody. But you realize that, God, we offend you every day that we don't walk in the light. So, God, I pray right now, God, for forgiveness. I pray right now, God, for forgiveness. You need to ask God to forgive you. I'm praying corporately, but you need to ask him because you know what your light has been like. So, God, I ask you to forgive, oh God, and allow us, God, the opportunity to get it right. I know you're waiting on us, God. And all we have to do is to walk the way you called us. And we'll see the miraculous. We'll see, God, just, just hundreds and thousands, God, of people coming because they're coming to the light. Because the darkness has been moved. I pray for everyone, God, whose hand is lifted today, whose heart is towards you. In sincerity, God, not wanting to be in that place again, not wanting to walk in that way ever again. But that everyone, God, today, who purposes in their heart to walk as a child of light, as children of light, that you would honor that in their life today. And you will let nothing, God, of darkness, you'll let nothing, God, of circumstance, no situation cause them, God, to put their light out. And Lord, we thank you for it right now. And we give you the glory. I just hear God saying, go be children of light. 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 Father, we thank you now. We praise you, God. As you continue to be with us and watch over us. Guard our hearts, guard our minds. Lead us and guide us. Show us, God, where to go, shining our light. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you today. Thank you for listening. To connect with us, visit us at Bethelhampton.com and follow and like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And remember to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. Now go and be the light.